felt her fury grow, but tried to contain herself. Getting upset would only interfere with her music, and she forced herself to think about the lesson ahead, knowing that once she was at the piano, the world outside would disappear. Although it was early, the cafe-lined streets bustled with energy. The gentle sounds of the Blue Danube waltz, mixing with raucous Dixieland jazz, returned the smile to Lisa's face. The aroma of warm, fresh apple strudel, thick with sliced apples and cinnamon, made her long for a taste of her mother's recipe, surely the best in all of Vienna. Inside the cafes, well-dressed young men and women sipped their coffee, deep in animated conversation. Lisa imagined them all to be composers, artists, poets, passionately defending their latest creations. She yearned to join them, to wear fine clothes and speak of Beethoven and Mozart, to be a part of that intoxicating cafe society. One day, when she made her musical debut, these streets, these cafes, would be hers. When Lisa reached her destination, she stopped short. A German soldier, tall and emotionless, stood in the doorway of the old stone building that housed Professor Isilis's music studio. The sun glinted harshly off the black rifle he held against his gray uniform. She had been coming to the professor's studio for nearly four years, but this was the first time anyone had been standing guard. She shouldn't have been surprised, though. Nazi guards were becoming an increasingly menacing sight on the streets of Vienna. He asked coldly, What business have you here? I have a piano lesson, she replied, trying not to be frightened by the soldier's commanding presence or by the firearm on his shoulder. The professor will be waiting, she continued in a loud, clear voice, the force of her words belying her true state of mind. The soldier looked up to the second-floor window, A figure stared down, then motioned that it was all right for the girl to come up. Lowering his weapon, the soldier moved away from the door and grudgingly allowed Lisa to pass. Come in, Miss Jura, Professor Islis said, greeting Lisa with his customary warm handshake. The stoop-shouldered, white-haired gentleman ushered her in past a clipped bust of Beethoven and a sideboard covered with stacks of yellow sheet music. She breathed in the aroma of the professor's pipe tobacco. These sights and scents had become a friendly greeting, a signal that for the next hour she could turn away from all else and be a part of the music that she loved. The professor's stately Bluthner piano stood in the middle of the studio. It was richly polished, with ornately carved legs and a scroll-patterned music stand. On the wall hung her teacher's prized possession— a photograph of Franz Liszt as an old man, surrounded by several students, including the professor's teacher. He boasted that his teachings were a direct line from the master himself, and there was a worn mark on the photograph where he had so often placed his finger. As usual, there was little small talk. Lisa put the score of Beethoven's Moonlight Sonata on the music stand and sat on the worn piano bench. She adjusted its height to fit her small stature. So, Miss Jura, was it difficult? asked the professor. It was much too easy, she teased. 
then I expect nothing less than perfection, he responded, smiling. She began to play the somber C-sharp minor opening theme. The professor sat forward in his chair and followed her progress with his copy of the score. When the simple arpeggio gave way to the stark, haunting theme, she peered out of the corner of her eye to judge his reaction. She hoped to catch him smiling. After all, she had learned the complicated first movement in only a week and had often heard him say that she was his best student. But the professor continued listening with a stern concentration. When he had this expression, she imagined it was his sadness at not being able to play the piano anymore. Arthritis had stiffened his fingers, making it impossible to demonstrate the correct way of playing. What a cruel trick of fate to deny a pianist the ability to perform, she thought. She could not imagine a day when she would not be able to perform.